Blackstone Audio presents Ayn Rand Answers, the best of her Q&A, edited by Robert Mayhew. What do you think will happen when you die? Ayn Rand answers, I assume I'll be buried. I don't believe in mysticism or life after death. This doesn't mean I believe man's mind is necessarily materialistic, but neither is it mystical. We know that we have a mind and a body and that neither can exist without the other. Therefore, when I die, that will be the end of me. I don't think it will be the end of my philosophy. Introduction After the publication of Atlas Shrugged in 1957, Ayn Rand turned to non-fiction writing and, to a lesser extent, lecturing. Her aim in giving lectures was to make her philosophy, objectivism, more widely known and to apply it to current cultural and political issues. Most of her lectures were followed by question-and-answer periods, many of which were taped. This volume is a collection of the best of that material. Ayn Rand was always a first-hand thinker. She did not take with her into a lecture hall a set of pat, standard answers to questions for example, about the immorality of altruism or her opposition to Ronald Reagan. Her answers always grew not only out of her own general philosophy, but also out of the context, which included the topic of her lecture, the nature of her audience, the attitude of the questioner, and even the era in which she was speaking, for example, the early 60s or late 70s. So different answers to roughly the same questions about altruism or Ronald Reagan might take different complementary approaches, which together provide us with a richer understanding of her outlook. I have not described the full context for each Q&A, but I have added in brackets at the end of every answer the year and nature of the question-and-answer period from which it was taken. Many, though certainly not all, of these Q&A present Ayn Rand's views on issues that she does not discuss elsewhere. Roughly half deal with political philosophy and contemporary politics. The rest deal with ethics, epistemology, metaphysics, and aesthetics. The topics, as a result, are enormously wide-ranging. Humor, Ernest Hemingway, modern art, Jane Fonda, the war in Vietnam, libertarians, religious conservatives, Hollywood communists, Dagny Taggart, the Correspondence Theory of Truth, Atheism, Don Quixote, Terence Radigan, Abortion, Gun Control, Love and Sex, Drugs, Ronald Reagan, and much more. These Q&A, in short, offer anyone interested in Ayn Rand's work something eloquent, insightful, and new. Given the extemporaneous nature of the material, it is not surprising that the transcripts required editing as Ayn Rand herself suggested they would. At one point during her 1969 nonfiction writing course, she said that she was a writer, not a speaker, and that she did not speak well extemporaneously. Someone replied that she should listen to her answers to questions. She responded, That depends on whether the question is interesting. If it's a proper question so that I know the context from which it's asked and I know it's worth answering... That is very inspiring. Sometimes I may give an answer that's almost publishable, but not quite. It might be good for a first draft, but it would still need editing. 
Most of the editing I did consisted of cutting and line editing to bring the material closer to the level of conciseness, clarity, and smoothness appropriate to a written work. Very little had to be cut owing to repetition. I should mention, however, that some, but not much, of my editing aimed to clarify wording that, if left unaltered, might be taken to imply a viewpoint that she explicitly rejected in her written works. The original transcripts of all this material are held in the Ayn Rand archives and are available to serious scholars. I believe I have done a good job in editing this material. Nevertheless, no one can guarantee that Ayn Rand would have approved of editing she herself did not see. For this reason, however fascinating and useful, these Q&A should not be considered part of objectivism.